Hey guys, George and Andrew here doing another podcast here. Uh, we decided we're going to do some NHL today. Uh, we've had a couple of episodes now and we haven't done any hockey yet, We other than the trade deadline. So we figured, let's do some hockey. We're just going to do one, just one topic today to try and keep them short. We figured it's better than splitting them off because we could just keep going on and on and on. But uh, let's talk some hockey today. Um, Ted Lindsay died, unfortunately. Tragedy. And Tragedy, yeah. 91 Nine, years old, though. Exactly. So... But um, I watched I watched Sportsnet today, and they did a little documentary on him. And you know, he had a long career. He did a lot of things. He wanted to stay on the Caps. He was the captain. He was well respected. There's an award named after him now. Uh, they just briefly touched on him with the Players Association, and I think that's really his his main legacy is with him and and Gordy Howe and a couple of the other players started the Players Association. Yeah, and they had to do it secretly and hotel rooms behind owners and GMs and coaches' backs. Um, but this is this is the reason why players can push back now. Yeah. And otherwise, like, yeah, they make a lot of money, but, you know, maybe that could be another another Player episode. safety, equipment. Exactly. All this stuff. And um, But they, they wouldn't be making this money these days if there was no Players Association. Yeah. They would just be bullied. So that was a huge part of his legacy. Great player, but that's really, you know, undervalued across yeah. the board right now is, is what he did there. And he put, he put his neck on the line, and he suffered for it. Once they found out and they brought it out, yeah, we have a players association. The players are standing their ground. Um, and Ted Lindsay, was, he was the scapegoat for the whole thing. And one of the main reasons why they, they pushed him out of Detroit, right? So... And uh, with that trade to Chicago, and because the owners and management were just, you know, pissed off with them, really. Business is business. Yeah. So, yep. Thank um, you, Ted Lindsay. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Bless your soul. Rest in peace. Great player. Will be remembered forever with the Ted Lindsay Award, which is, you know, that gritty, determined player, yeah. you know. Um, which is that guy who also is, is undervalued. Not by his team. I know the teammates love that guy who wins that award every year. But, you know, for everybody else who, who you know, you've got that guy who just goes and goes and goes like the, like Adam Graves. Yes. And, Great example. Um, Matthew Barnaby. Yeah. You know, those kind of guys who just give their Claude effort. Lemieux. Yeah, Claude Lemieux. And just give their 100% effort all the time. And, uh, and they're recognized for it with the Ted Lindsay Award. Do you have anything to add, add to that? No, his great human being. Twitter just exploded when that happened, mm-hmm. and with the the in shock tweets and sorry to see you go. You lived a great life. You made hockey better. So absolutely, thank yeah. you, Ted Lindsay. Thank you to his family. Absolutely. Okay, so move on to NHL. Um, we have been NHL fans our whole lives. So. Our dad came here from England. Uh, soccer's hard to find here back then, so he got himself into hockey. Leafs fan, so hockey was on in our house all the time. So naturally, we just fell into watching hockey. Yeah, funny enough, neither of us are Leafs fans, but yeah. <laughs> so I we wonder chose why. the Leafs because they're blue, though. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because <laughs> he's an average supporter. Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we've always been hockey fans. I remember being a little kid and. Being go being sent to bed at whatever, and then sneaking out to watch hockey. <laughs> yep, all the time. 
And, and the best thing about it was dad didn't mind because we were sitting and watching hockey with him as long as we were quiet. Yeah, mom, mom did. Mom did, though. <laughs> she didn't like it. I got yeah. in trouble one time. Yeah. I really got in trouble one time for doing it. But anyways. Um, so what we normally do, and we have done for a long time, is we pick in the preseason teams that we believe will make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. And then we, we bring it up every now and then. This year was easy. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Everyone and their uncle picked Tampa Bay. So who's your West team? I've never been right. <laughs> no. We're normally at least 50%, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I can't even say that. Um, the only time I've ever actually done it was actually NBA. And it was the year that the Pacers and the Lakers, they they went out in the finals. The only time my preseason ever picked actually happened. NHL, usually, I'll pick a team, and my teams end up being good during the season. Yeah. Like, I pick good teams, but they don't do it in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I took... I. I took Tampa Bay and Winnipeg this year. Uh, so Tampa Bay last year, they really should have made it. They really should have done it last year. Yeah. But, you know, Washington was red hot. OV yeah. just wanted it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Winnipeg just looked so good last year. I thought they'd be better this year. Yep. And, they're, you know, there's still a chance. You yep. know, like, they get healthy. goaltending, though. That, like, Hellebuck was better last year than he But you know yeah. what? Come playoff time, anything can happen. Yep. They just need to string... Together a few games, get healthy, and um, get Connor Hellbuck's confidence up. Mm-hmm. That's his thing. He, he needs to be confident in himself. And um, they made that great move of uh, Kevin Hayes. Yeah, absolutely. That's I was going to so mention helpful. that. I was going to mention that. But then Patrick Liney came into my head, and he's got to turn it around. He needs a confidence boost. But apparently, too, so. they put him on a line with Wheeler and Shifley. So, and that then, and that's the exactly trick. what it is, just to just to boost him up and get his confidence going, so we can. So they can run two lines again. Yeah. So my West team was San Jose. San Jose did make a move at the trade deadline. Uh, relatively minor one, but it should help. They didn't need a big move. So they picked up Gustav Nyquist from Detroit uh, for pennies on the dollar, mm-hmm. really. So they say he'll be a great second-line player, contributor. Uh, he's a good setup guy. He's quick, fast. So he'll play with uh, probably with Hurdle. Thomas Hurdle and um, the kid Kimo Meyer too. Oh my God, okay. is he ever good? Yeah, and Hurdle's good too. He's he's yeah. underrated. And then like um, DeBoer's, he's always good at mixing lines up. Um, so Kucher will play in there. Uh, maybe Pavelski. Um, mm-hmm. So he'll mix things up around. So I, I still yeah. still have a lot of faith in San Jose. Although I was looking at the the score app on my phone. Yeah. And they have a, a playoff tracker or whatever. It's way too early for this. Yeah, but they have I'm San Jose right playing Las Vegas in the first round. Yeah. And we're going to touch on that in a couple of minutes. <laughs> so um, the way in the preseason when I pick my teams, I always go from the back end forward. I pick a team that has a very good to an elite goaltender. Yeah. Um, now, Martin Jones is not elite. He is good. But look at the defense in front mm-hmm. of him. We are talking Brent Burns. We're talking Mark Edward Vlasic. Carlson once he gets over his groin injury and then the other lines in front of him and then all those forwards like they're mm-hmm. good two-way forwards they are a good coach forwards. so yeah. that's how I pick my and usually pick either one elite scoring offensive line and a couple of good mm-hmm. support lines or two very very good scoring lines and I think San Jose has the two very very good scoring lines so yeah how about yourself well, I, I agree with you. I've always said goaltenders, you know, win cups. Yeah. And you can't make a run in the playoffs without an elite goaltender. Yeah. Um, just if you think back, there's 
you know, Murray and, and Pittsburgh, that was really the only one that I can think of that is not one of those, you know, yeah. goaltenders that are going to bring you to a final. But he had a great playoff. He played yeah. great. Lightning and bottle. Absolutely. So, and then that's the reason why Flurry left is because he had that, that great playoffs. But um, looking back, looking at the teams here, you know, Tampa can do it. Boston? Boston's got a great team, but do they have the goaltending to do it? Rask has to stay healthy. The problem yeah. with Rask is he started the year with a concussion, and then there was that uh, game against the Rangers a few weeks back when um, someone pushed, I think it was Kreider, in, oh no, Philip Heedle, pushed Heedle into him, and he got another concussion from that. So, I mean, he, yeah. all it's going to take now is a puck in the head. Exactly. And then. And I don't even, I can't even tell you who their backup is. So. Like you, you lose your. And, and Rask has it been that great the last couple of years i correct me if i'm wrong i haven't been following him he's good yeah um one thing that i'm looking at here like may not have and i'm probably gonna get a lot of heat for this may not have the best team in the playoffs here but you got carrie price in between the pipes like yeah that is an elite goaltender right there and the kid i was talking to brian last night kokanyemi yeah when they drafted him montreal fans all there was a huge what or K, yeah. When that happened, and I didn't, I had never heard of him too. But look at him; he looks good, and he's quick out there. Mm-hmm. So um, I can see that. Toronto, you know Anderson. I, I, I don't know if he can bring him to the cup. He's he's definitely capable, I think. But um, I was looking at stats this morning, and and Toronto's got some really good plus minus players so yep. obviously they're doing they're doing their job great too. support Riley's having a great year babcock babcock exactly there you go washington it's it's hard with that target on your back to repeat it yeah. doesn't happen often yeah you're right um but anyways so sorry i'm just looking at the east here i haven't even gone to the west of my tablet the islanders i think are a team to watch out for you think so <clears throat> i think they're a really good team but once again i'll come down to goaltending exactly like yeah they've, they've got defense they've got scoring their goaltender is solid serviceable but i mean but nashville they'll be fun with pekka rene he's he's proven through his whole career that he is not he's a no, regular season yeah. goaltender you just he can't bring it in the playoffs and mm-hmm. Nobody knows why. He doesn't even know why. Actually, what we're talking about this now, it's actually a perfect example, is Calgary's having a great season. Yeah. What goaltender's going to bring them to the final? I know, Riddick and Mike Smith. And Smith, yeah. Not going to happen. You know, I'd love to see, you know, Canadian teams in the final again, and I really hope they prove me wrong. Yeah. But I, I just can't see Calgary making a run. Not with those two. Yeah. Um, Minnesota. Giordano's having a season, though, eh? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's always has been. Yeah. But um, anyways, talking about playoff, I'm going to move on to the the playoff structure, which they changed a couple of years ago, and I still don't really understand it. I I get why they made the move. Like, you're trying to drum up interest, especially in the States, because, let's face it, hockey's not popular there. I listen to to ESPN radio, and they never talk about hockey, Um, ever, no matter what happens. What are they talking about, NASCAR mostly? Football. football, 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 and then baseball, baseball, and then yeah. more football, and then. So, yeah, I get why they want to do that, but it doesn't make sense. It mentioned off the top there that uh, right now, the way the structure works, there they've got 
San Jose playing Vegas in the first round. That is a conference, conference championship final, yeah. game in the first round. You're losing one of the elite teams in the West in the first round if that happens. it's. I think it's silly because, you know, yeah, maybe you want to, to drum up some, some ratings in the first round, but I have always loved the first round playoffs. Just love it. There's so much going on. There's always a game on. Every day there's like yeah. three games on that you can watch. Yep. Um, and it's awesome. And then, you know, you get down to the conference finals and it's like one game every other night. And then the finals is one game. Sometimes there's like two or three days between games. So yeah, like that first days. round is awesome. And there's yeah. always upsets. Yes. Right? So yeah. it's it's so cool to watch that. Yeah. But like it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like I'm going to use the, the Leafs as an example right now. Playing so hard and, you know, they're going through a lot of injuries and still playing hard. And they've got that third seed. And if the season were to end right now, they'd be playing Boston, the yeah. second seed. Which doesn't make sense. That doesn't make all. sense. They won't even have home ice advantage. Where they Boston. should be playing Carolina by the, the standard. Yeah, there you go. Picture. So, like, playing so, as hard as they are, playing as well as they are, third third seed, you should have home ice advantage. You're not going to have home ice advantage because you're playing the second seed who's going to have home ice advantage. Yeah. It's just It's just stupid. And I don't yeah. get. And apparently, at the next GM meetings, like this isn't even on their agenda to change. They, this, this looks like this is here to stay for a while. Stupid. What can you do? Yeah. Anyways, there's a lot of points getting scored this year in the NHL. Yes, there is, and it's, it's, it's cool to see so many players. Like there's, there's five players here that I'm looking at with the potential of getting to a hundred points. One of them's already there. Kucherov is 106 points right now, and um, there's there's been some seasons like recently where no players even get 200 points. Yeah, none at all. And now this it's it's good to see all the goals being scored again. Yeah. So and a lot of that may have to do with the whole um, trap kind of coaching kind of gone by the wayside. Yeah. You don't see a whole lot of that anymore. Coaches are starting to get younger. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, um, remember Jersey was a trap team. Minnesota was a trap team. Big trap team. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any more right now, but I know there was other oh, yeah. ones. There's a lot of copycats. Yeah. I mean, Lindy Ruff, every team he coached because he's a def- he played defense in the NHL. He always played a very tight defensive game, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So how many games we got left here? We're looking at what? Anywhere between 12-ish? like sixteen. No, there's like sixteen to eighteen games. 16 to eighteen. Everybody has pretty yeah. much. So then, like, Drysdale and Gaudreau, they're gonna need to get a point a game to to do it. Which they both could. Drysdale playing with McDavid, why not? Yeah. Gaudreau you know. with Monahan. Uh, speaking of Drysdale, first first Edmonton Oiler to score forty goals since Yari Curry. Wow. Wow. For you young kids out there, that's... Uh, <laughs> what is up with that franchise? Uh, like, they, they, they're they just having players just spoon-fed to them through the draft. Yeah, and they can't put it and together. And they can, like... Like, they got the old boys club up in the office. And yeah. They got a, you know, as much respect as I have for, like, Craig McTavish and Kevin Lowe and those guys. They can't run a team. Clearly. Clearly, clearly. yeah. You know, with... At a, Three years, no, sorry, out of four years, they had three first overall picks in four years. And now they have Sam Gagne back again. And, <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. 
Taylor Hall gets sent packing. Oh, man. That guy could be so good if he could stay healthy. Yeah. But his style of play won't allow him to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. He's just a... He's like a bull in a china shop. He is, yeah. It's, he's an all-out, all-the-time player yeah. to his own detriment. Uh-huh. Most um, unfortunate. What was his injury this year, then? I don't even know. It's a lower, <laughs> it's a lower body. Oh. oh, okay. You know how it goes, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, but he's been out for a while. I, I haven't heard Long while. much from him in in a, in a while. And how's Jersey even doing? Not good. No, no. That's another team that. Yeah. Oh wow, fourteenth in the conference since since Brodeur retired. Even before that, yeah, like, at, towards the end of his career. Well, that yeah. was the whole like um, that was that was a crazy team back then with Brodeur and then Scott Stevens and then Scott Niedermeyer in front of him. Yeah, and then. Um, Oh, who was that other big defenseman like the Dykstra or something? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, Big bruiser of a defenseman. And then, you know, your Claude Lemieux and Scott Gomez back in the day up front there. But uh, anyways, back to to our playoffs. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's that's strange. I want to talk about some teams here that looking at it kind of of baffles me because they were... Doing so well before, like first of all, we were talking about the Oilers, and that's just just a, a franchise just under duress. It's unbelievable. They can't how, get out of their own way. Like they can't even like they made the playoffs. McDavid's first year, they made the playoffs. They went out in the first round, I think, or was it the second? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And they haven't been back since. Like you got the best player on the planet on your team. You got Drysaddle, who was a number three overall pick the year that they didn't get the first overall pick. Yeah. They got Drysdale, and that was the uh, the Ekblad was number one that year, and they could have used him that at that time. But um, and and not even not even fighting for a playoff spot, no, you know. But other, I remember, like a month into the season, Buffalo was best team in the NHL, and now they're in eleventh place and look uh, on the outside looking in behind Philadelphia of all teams. Yeah, this is you're behind a team that fired its GM and its head coach. In the same season. Not at the same time, mind you. Yeah. They fired the GM first, and then weeks to a month later, they fired their coach. And now they've fallen behind them? Mm-hmm. Come on. And that is a, a really young and talented team. So they've got good days ahead of them, I think. Yeah. They've got a good coach there as well. So um, talking Buffalo, not Philadelphia. <laughs> so, and then Colorado, who was on fire before yeah they are now on the outside looking in a 10 spot behind arizona of all teams is that a foreign country <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes harry uh yeah well they're only three points behind they can mm-hmm. make the moves to get in there i'm not convinced minnesota is a playoff worthy team um so we'll see what happens, but yeah, Arizona, holy crap! Yeah, Minnesota, like St. Louis was at the bottom of the division for a while. They got hot. They won like 12, 10 or 12 games in a row. Yeah. Got themselves into the playoff picture. They kind of slowed down a little bit um, in the West there. And, and it's still 6-3-1 in the last 10, but yeah, a bit of a two-game skid there. Yeah, well, it's going to happen. It can't last forever. Exactly. Um was the other team I was going to bring up Columbus so they they did a lot at trade yeah. deadline yes they did and they're on the outside looking in yes they so are. who's going to fall out there I'm I'm thinking like Montreal should stay up there Pittsburgh will stay up there 
Carolina or the Islanders, can they stay up in that fifth and sixth spot? I think the Islanders can. I think the Islanders are a very, very good team right yeah. uh, this year. Um, Carolina, as fun as their home post-game celebrations are, <laughs> I'm not sure that they have the caliber of team to stay yeah. in their playoff spot. So, And once again, goaltending again. But looking at the, the points here, Columbus is only three points behind Carolina. Yeah, and that's ninth spot to sixth spot, so it's it's really tight right in there. Yeah, um, and Columbus really sold out. They this did. Year they too. did. So they brought in a lot of a lot of key guys, some good playoff guys. We discussed last week about the the trade deadline, and so yes, yeah, so they're they're looking. Yeah, take some time to gel and get used to your yeah exactly your new teammates and I I think that they can style do it. of play and um, torts. <laughs> yep. Hey, oh man, yeah. Duchesne and Torts, oh god. <laughs> I can imagine the locker room with those two. Duchesne is not a player that makes his team better though. You no. know? No. He he's he's got a lot of skill. He's got a lot of talent. Tons. He can get points, but he doesn't make his team better. No. So that's one thing that I was thinking about about Columbus is they need they needed guys that's gonna make their team better and I just don't think that Duchesne is the guy to do that. That's why he's on what his third team, fourth, yeah, third team. Well, his third team in the last two years. Yeah. So, I don't know, but uh, I think I think Columbus can can go in there, but who's gonna who's gonna go out? I think Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, I just don't think they have quite the caliber of team yet for playoff. They're another young team that and, could make some moves, but. Crunch time now. Pittsburgh knows how to play at crunch time. Yeah. Um, I think Montreal should know how to play. Although they're pretty young, too. They're pretty young, too, but they got Carey Price. But they got Carey Price. They got great I mean, leadership I there. can't even tell you who Carolina's goalie is. But Montreal wasn't supposed to, to make a run this year. Like, no, they weren't. So they were they supposed still to be in the can, same boat as our Rangers. Yeah, exactly. So um, Columbus, they've got a lot of players in there that do know crunch time. Yeah. And, and Bob Robsky. He's... Yeah. He's a yeah, exactly, very good, yeah. very good goalie. Not quite elite, but very good. Um, and they like they're, they're a solid team. So yeah, I think I think uh, Columbus once they start gelling with all their new players, they'll supplant Carolina. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. For all you Hurricane fans out there, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are there any? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that team's still there. Yeah. Um, me too. Well, you've been there, right? I've been there. Yeah. Were there I, many fans there? Th- there was actually. Really? Yeah, there was. There was quite a few. That was during the whole, you know, Eric Stahl when they went when they won the cup. Yeah, it was soon. Yeah. Uh, was it before? It might. It was around then. I'm not. Yeah. I can't remember if it was before or after. But it's one of those places where their arena is out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, is it? Right. So like Ottawa's. Exactly. Yeah. So and that's that's. I've been to a couple of Ottawa games, and there, you have to take a shuttle to to get to a game. Which sucks, you know. You want your arena right, right downtown, oh, now yeah. with you know restaurants and everything around. Yeah, and it's better for the city that way too. Yeah, right. So, just silly there. Anyways, what else do we want to mention here with NHL? Who's who's your MVP? <laughs> Kucherov. Yeah, it's got to be. That's a guy who makes everyone better. Yep, everyone. That guy. He's just so good and so smooth, and he just knows where to go and where to put the puck all the time. He he can score goals, and he can set up goals, yeah. and he is, in my opinion, a guy that I want on the power play. 
If I could pick anybody in the NHL on my power play, it's him. 75 assists on the season. Yeah. And the next closest is uh, your boy Blake Wheeler with 63. Yeah. 75 assists with 16 games to play. Yeah. Jeez. Like he, he may get up to, you know, 120, 130 points. That's and he probably will. Unreal. Was Stamkos hurt this year? Um, that's a good question. Looks like Ovechkin's going to get 50 goals again. And you're surprised because... Because he's getting older. You know, it's, he, he's, like, he's like, you know, Joe Thornton. The guy that you always think, you know what? He's going he's gonna to slow down this year, and he doesn't. And he doesn't. <laughs> uh, according to these stats, he's played 66 games, so, oh, so good for yeah, him. He's, we're talking about Stamkos, right? Yeah, 77 What's, points in okay, 66 Okay, okay, so he's having a good year. Yes. You know, he's, I'm, I'm only looking at the top five right now, so and, and so he must be just on the outside of it. Oh, Crosby there, McKinnon, Ritten, and Marner. Marner, 81 points, good for him. Yeah. Marner, I've got a... Rack him up, young man. Got a lot of respect for that kid. Me too. Um, with that whole, everything that going on with him and, and Hayden, and I know Hayden, um, good kid, and, and everything that he's done. And So I saw some... There was, there was a big thing on, on the Leafs game again with that the other day. They brought her out there, and he got he got her tickets. And then there's uh, we're friends with her, her parents on Facebook, so we saw videos afterwards. And, and Marner came out with some other players with a cake. Wow. Uh, saying happy birthday to her. Yeah. And he gave her a gold locket for her birthday. Wow. And, yeah, he's just, he's just a classy kid. He's good people, and he's... Going to earn himself a nice contract soon. Yeah, absolutely. I think the it. Leafs are going to be in big cap trouble soon, though. They will be. Especially sure. with what they're paying Nylander, who... That's another show altogether. So, the seven mil... Or how much do they pay him? Yeah, like 7.2 or something I'm not like sure. He's, I'm just not sure he's worth it. He's not. He's not worth that much. He's not an elite player. He's Man. He's a good player, you know, and he's got... You know, how old is he now? 20, he's like three, four. Yeah, twenty three, twenty four. So maybe a little bit of room for improvement, but not much more. You know, I I, I can't see him ever being a hundred point player. No, me neither. You know, and unless he has the, the players around him, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's. Oh, it says he's twenty two. Twenty. Oh yeah, so he's young. Yeah, he's he's maybe yeah. So twenty two. There's definitely room for improvement. Play, you know, you got Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner around there, John Tavares. Um, and then you got Riley back there, yeah, too, who's, who's potentially a Norris Trophy candidate yeah. this year. Well, can, candidate, yes, but I think that's that's Giordano's to lose. That's true. And who who else is back there? That It was between Giordano Brent and... Brent Burns. Brent Burns. Perennial. So, but... Riley's like plus thirty two. I know, or That's something mental. like that. So he's having he's having a great year, and, and quietly too, you know. And yep. and he's he's getting he he's he's in the middle of a contract or near the beginning of the contract. So he's yeah. he's got a couple of years there. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, I don't get the Nealander contract. I don't get it, but either. whatever. I think I think they did that. They kind of just gave in because they wanted him because they're going they're pushing for a cup, right? Yeah. So if you're pushing for a cup, though, and, and you know you've got Austin Matthews, you know you've got Tavares, and you know you've got Marner coming up to re-sign, why are you signing him to that long a contract for that dollar? So 
because mm-hmm. you're going to end up losing someone in it for salary cap reasons. And, and you're not going to be able to trade that anymore no. now. No. You know, who's going who's gonna to pick up that contract? Yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's, it's, it's not a trade-worthy contract. So, anyways, hopefully for Leafs fans, they get their first cup since, what is it, 1963? Something like that. <laughs> I don't... Um, I used to be really, like, not Leafs, anti-Leafs, really. Not anymore, though. I like, I like the team. Well, I like Babcock, too, so. Yeah. But I'm, I am rooting for the Leafs. You know, the Rangers aren't going to make the playoffs, so I think I might be behind the Leafs there. Yeah. I'd like for, to see a Canadian team. For our dad, for sure. I guess. Yeah. So that was uh, a fun talk of hockey. Yeah, I think that's pretty much everything that I've got in my notes here. Um, if if you're thinking now, like other than your your preseason picks, are you still going with those teams? Um, obviously, Tampa Bay. That team is just built to destroy everybody in its path. Right? They're a bulldozer. They were last year too. I, I can't <laughs> see anybody getting even close to them in the West. The West is going to be a heavyweight duke out. Mm. Uh, I do. The like, West is definitely going to depend on goaltending. Yeah. I, do like Winnipeg if they get healthy. Yeah. And as we said earlier, Lina and uh, Hellebuck getting their confidence back up because yeah. Lina and Hellebuck are two real good players. Mm-hmm. Um, Bifuglian needs to get healthy. <laughs> He's another guy who plays hard all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's to his own detriment. But once he gets healthy, he'll be so hard to deal with in the playoffs. Absolutely. Good call. Yeah. Um, on that. Nashville's a solid team. But once again... Pekka, you got to bring it in the playoffs, boy. Mm-hmm. You haven't been able to do it your whole career, so maybe now is the year because they got solid defense, solid scoring everywhere. He's, he's in the twilight of his career now, too. Yeah. So he's if he's not going to bring it now, yeah. And then Calgary, same thing with Riddick and uh, Mike Smith. I have no faith in either one of them. No. So that that's going to be they're going to need to score four or five goals every single game yeah. in the playoffs, and that's hard to sustain. Yeah, for sure. So it looks it, well to me. It looks like it's the the Stanley Cup's gonna stay in the Eastern Conference, yes. in my opinion. Yes, because and I'm such a firm believer in goaltending in the playoffs yes. that it, there's just too many there, there's too many good goaltenders in the East along with great teams in the East. I just don't think that the West can compete. But um, yeah, Winnipeg, you know, Calgary's a good team. Um, San Jose's a good team, you know, Nashville's a good team, but once again, like can those goaltenders do it? I don't think yeah. they can. Vegas with Flurry is probably That's the best their best bet. chance. But like that it's a relatively other than last year in the playoffs, it, the collective group of players don't yeah. have a lot of playoff experience and they're they'll be tired yeah. from their long run last year and the whirlwind of a, a new newly blessed team in the NHL. So mm-hmm. Definitely be interesting. The West will be interesting to watch. I'll watch a lot of West. Yeah, games. for sure. So it's, it's that it's that awesome time of the year for hockey. The the crunch time at the end of the year, and then that first round of the playoffs is probably my favorite my favorite point of hockey um, all year. So that's that's exciting. But uh, so as as we say that, we should probably wrap this up. <laughs> all right. If anybody there has any questions, we also have a, We have a Facebook page now. We've got a Twitter account now. Um, if you want us to talk about anything. Please message us. We'd love to talk about it. If you want to join us on the show, message us as well. If you want to talk hockey, if you like baseball, if you like basketball, football, whatever. Cricket, lacrosse. And whatever, yeah. You want to talk to you want to talk with us on a show? Let's do it. 
All right. Cheers. Thanks.